Stampede. Garner isn't 153 recorded 821 2022. Do I believe conspiracies exist? Absolutely. Some would say I have an overactive imagination, or worse, I have paranoid tendencies. But one thing tells us about history. Conspiracies have existed in the past. If human behavior identified as conspiratorial existed in the past, I'm sure it exists in the present and probably will be in our future. Conspiracies are usually a result of people attempting to gain an advantage. They're often found with people reaching for power or as a way of achieving revenge. It can be with the powerful or it can be the result of a marital dispute, a husband conspiring to undo his wife, or vice versa, a wife thinking of a way 
to get rid of her husband. In a society where winning is everything, conspiracies are found almost everywhere. Do the Democrats conspire to defeat the Republicans? Do Republicans use disinformation to defeat Democrats? Of course they do. When it comes to assassinating individuals who obstruct billion-dollar contracts from being awarded, let's say, to a Teamsters union, then someone like Jimmy Hoffa can be whacked. We like to think when elections are held in America, the voices of the people are heard. So when it was apparent that Donald Trump was going to be elected for a second term as president and lost to Joe Biden running a campaign from his basement in his house, Immediately, accusations of conspiring that a fraud had been committed against the American people existed. Now, everybody knows politics is a dirty business. It's also common knowledge that people who have achieved political power don't necessarily have to have the will of the people to win an election. People who control jobs handed out to workers in cities from dog catchers all the way up to university appointments, from garbage collectors, streets and sanitation workers, all belong to a machine political power base. So it was possible, even though Trump had more votes in the 2020 election could lose.
course there was a conspiracy to defeat Trump in 2020, because he's hated by the bureaucracy. That was demonstrated by democratic control of machine politics in nearly every major city in this country. It could defeat a popular president who didn't have control of a machine. Biden had the support of the patronage system that put people to work and were loyal, whereas Trump didn't have a political machine, just the popular vote. That's why he's so hated by the establishment. It was a little like a beauty contest, where the most beautiful contestant couldn't possibly win because one of the other girls was sleeping with one of the judges, and the odds were in favor of her winning the crown. Biden campaigned in the basement of his home, and I guarantee he reached out to every Democratic precinct captain in every city across the country to get out the vote. Every person who held a government job and even certified dead voters to cast a vote in the name of a Democratic candidate. So could you say there was a conspiracy to win the 2020 presidential election? Absolutely. And you could see it when Trump was hospitalized with COVID and he emerged in a vehicle to wave at supporters that lined the streets wishing him well. You couldn't deny there was honest conviction there. If Biden had fallen ill and traveled in a vehicle waving with appreciation to the people lining the streets, there probably would have been only a handful of supporters. Machine patronage doesn't work getting out the popular vote, but the results of the 2020 election couldn't stop people from believing it was stolen. And That's why thousands stormed the Capitol. In the cities, you pay people in your party to vote for a candidate. You get the nursing home patients to the polls to vote and give them a couple of bucks for their endorsements. But under no circumstances could you rally thousands and convince them to show their displeasure by invading the Capitol. No, lots of Americans believe in conspiracies, and rightfully so.
In the big picture, the system is corrupt. It's bloated like a corpse floating in water. The procedure of handing out paid government jobs for helping to get a candidate elected to a position of power has little to do with good governance. You might say the poor health of many of our cities exists because of it. You eventually lose control for providing necessary services. Streets fall into disrepair. Garbage isn't picked up. There's disruptions in water supply. Brownouts or outright electrical blackouts are commonplace. Unsanitized restaurants result with people getting sick. Fire and police departments have bureaucrats who only work for retirement benefits. Teachers begin indoctrinating students with strange ideologies. Graffiti and vandalism become the new forms of artistic expression. No, machine politics don't lead to prosperous cities, because the larger it gets, the less effective services become. And, quite honestly, more dangerous. Financially, our big cities with machine politics will eventually run dry. They're headed toward municipal default, if not outright bankruptcies. Pension funds for government workers will face reductions in benefits, if not outright failures in defaults. The benefits for working in a municipality are similar to investing in a company like Enron or one of Bernie Madoff's funds. The returns are dependent on Ponzi schemes. But don't worry, the powerful will have control of how information is fed to the American people. It'll just say, everything is fine. You don't have to worry about anything, because the government can print as much money as it wants or needs. And that's the biggest conspiracy of all. Keep the system, all the systems working even if they aren't, because the illusions of the truth, the deceptions are what succeed. And that way the American people can still believe in the greatness of their country.
conspiracies do exist. And in the case of the will of the people against the patronage system and machine politics, it appears the bureaucrats are winning. The attack on the Capitol on January 6th scared the hell out of the bureaucratic machine. Maybe the votes cast for Biden were real. Maybe he actually defeated Trump and his popularist movement by using the machine apparatchiks in local governments across this country. So right or wrong, the conspiracy worked and the bureaucrats aren't about to let the will of the people to be heard because they run our democracy and they don't like it especially if people show displeasure with the results of an election by breaking windows and doors to enter the Capitol building. People were killed or injured by that outrage. But that isn't what really concerns the bureaucrats, because hundreds die and are injured every day by violence in this country. No, it wasn't the physical assault on the Capitol that the machine apparatchiks want to silence. No, it was the will of the people, and they want to punish that. Machine politics, no matter how corrupt, can't allow the will of the people to be heard. In truth, the election wasn't stolen. It was actually won by the system of patronage, nepotism, and payoffs. The candidates running for office who have the will of the people can't succeed because the conspiracy to fix elections is controlled by something else. The power bureaucrats think Trump should never be permitted to run for office again because he has the will of the people, and the machine can't allow that to happen. I'm only telling you what appears to be true. I don't necessarily endorse Trump because the will of the people can be manipulated as well. But it's become clear the only way machine politicians will be defeated is by a financial collapse of the system or even some external challenge to the American military strength. And that is definitely coming.
I'm not a partisan. I don't endorse Trump. In fact, I haven't voted in an election for over 20 years. But it's apparent America's democracy is coming to an end. Trump had the will of a large number of people, over 80 million people, but he lost the election to something far more dangerous than himself. He lost to a corrupt system of bureaucracy that breeds big government. The will of the people, whether right or wrong, for supporting a candidate can't be heard or tolerated by machine politics. And that exists for every election in our major cities. And that's not good. You don't have the will of the people when candidates are automatically elected by a party that controls who gets government jobs. And that even includes the government job of the presidency in the White House. It's a serious question whether Biden is actually running the office of the presidency or whether he is merely a puppet and decisions are being made by others. He simply signs the bills put on his desk because it conforms to policies of machine politics and the creation of more government jobs. A good example of that is the increase in a large number of IRS agents. The machine body politic wants to crush any threat to its existence. And you can bet your last dollar the IRS will have agents who will begin auditing anyone or any organization that expresses the free will of the people. That's why Trump may not be allowed to run for office again. They want to crush him or for that matter, any candidate who doesn't come from the machine. The will of the people isn't going to be heard again unless there's a collapse in the system. Whether the economy can grow or is in a recession hasn't been confirmed, but it's obvious something is wrong, and no amount of spin will be able to deny what's going to happen something worse than a recession.
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard two compositions from Nina Rota. First, from the movie The Godfather, Speak Softly Love, and then Lustrata, from the 1954 Fellini movie Lustrata, followed by Malcolm Arnold's composition Trapeze, from the movie Trapeze. And then from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Ennio Marconi's The Ecstasy of Gold. Continuing with more from Marconi, The Carriage of the Spirit. And finally, Marconi's The Strong. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.